Hello, beautiful. Get your coffee. It's time for Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. Today, I have a very interesting guest. He's Dr. Marvin Banderi. He's a young chiropractor, born in UK, lived in America. I think he studied in America. And now he's in Ecuador, <laughs> helping people, serving people. And um, his story is fascinating. I feel like we need to have more people like him, the way he thinks, the way he, he views life is very interesting. I'll let him to do the, the talking. So, uh, Dr. Marvin, thank you for coming to my show. Thank you, Matilda. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Uh, tell us briefly about your life story so we know where you are and um, how's life for you at the moment. Yeah, so I'm currently in Ecuador practicing chiropractic. Uh, so, you know, uh, chiropractic is really a philosophy of life. So I'm using chiropractic as an art, it's my art form to serve people. But uh-huh. I'm actually a teacher of the philosophy and science of life. Now, what does that mean? That means reconnecting people to re- the, the mind-body connection and who they are. It's... It's a it's a awakening of consciousness. We've moved away from the age of information. Now we've entered the age of consciousness. So the new currency is consciousness. I love uh, so it. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, are there a lot of young doctors like you uh, in in your area uh, right now practicing uh, or not really? In the in the world, yes, but not where I am now. That's one of the reasons I came here because I, uh, for my own personal reasons, I wanted to learn Spanish. I wanted to expand my horizons. because I feel when we challenge ourselves, we continue to grow. Uh-huh. So I wanted a new challenge. Uh, to be honest, I was getting bored. Even though I had, no, I had little skin in the game in the States, I just wanted a new frontier, for, at least for the time being. And so that's why I decided to come here. But yes, there are many young dynamic uh, inspiring healers or I should say facilitators of healers around the world but not that many here yet oh amazing at least not in my profession (laughs) (laughs) facilitator as a healer that's amazing I love it and you're a philosopher of life you teach philosophy of life that's lots of things that we can learn from you here um tell us about don't believe every don't believe everything I say (laughs) no disclaimer no (laughs) So tell me, what is your understanding of self? Um, but I want to make sure that, uh, that my audience know that you're very young. You're yeah, very young doctor, which is very um, interesting to see that, that the young generation is uh, thinking that way and uh, they're ready to serve, you know, as many people possible and to help them to find themselves, to find life, you know. And um, yeah. You know, I really enjoyed reading about you because of it, uh, because of your age and what you do and where you are right now in life. So tell me about yeah. what is your understanding of self? Yeah, so for me, self is the ego. And uh, we've made, an ego is really just your self-identity. Uh, we've made ego out to be this like demonistic thing that is bad. You know, but actually, we look, it's actually incorrect. We all have an ego, which is our self-identity. Mm-hmm. which actually is, is simply just our soul. Or in the Greek, they call it telos. So actually our soul is, a, is our highest purpose-seeking mechanism. It's constantly trying to guide us to our highest purpose. 
the question is, are we aware of it? Are we paying attention? Are we paying attention to ourselves? Our inner voice? Are we paying attention to the signs around us? A lot of time, we're all we're all, we're all different. We have different senses. Some of us are more visual. Some of us are more kinesthetic. Some of us are more auditory, etc. Right? Some of us just simply know. Now we have to we have to figure. We all have these different types of senses, but we, but we have to make sure we're aware of them. And are we paying attention to where life is guiding us? And it's really our soul. I think it's our soul's highest purpose trying to unfold, and we are blocking it with the conditioning that we put on ourselves through our life. So, uh, so, so really, we are a soul on a journey just simply trying to express what we have in our side. And I believe that it's, only, it's, it's the only obligation we have in this life is to unfold what's inside of us, our special gift that's waiting in all of us. I love it. My podcast is about journey to self, and exactly that's what I try to, to show people. That's our purpose to you know, unfold what's, what's inside. Because... Yes. Everything starts with us and ends with us. Yeah, I definitely think so. Amazing. So tell me I think uh, when we, uh, sorry, yeah, I think when we are, when we, when we look in the world with a soul consciousness, nothing is missing. Uh, like everything is always there, but when we look at it in, this, in the consciousness of our senses, then everything is missing constantly because we're always searching. Listen, you're very wise for your age. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how did you get this wisdom? I did spend a lot of time with great mentors uh, inside my profession and outside uh-huh. my profession. Uh, I probably was, you know, what they call a seminar junkie uh-huh. <laughs> for the last <laughs> six or seven years. Uh, some of, and I wasn't always present at all of them, if I'm being perfectly uh, black and white with you, you know. So, but the ones I was able, especially early on in my career as a student, I I was just doing it because I was just doing it. I didn't really know why, but I think that's with anything. In the beginning, you don't really know why. And when you surround yourself with inspiring people who are just, just, I didn't understand what they were saying in the beginning, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But it was just a vibration. And I was like, I need to keep surrounding myself with these people to learn what they're talking about. And eventually, you start understanding, you start living it. But in the beginning, no, it was was a bit chaotic. So we have to persist and seek guidance from people who ahead of us and that's what that's that's all i basically did bravo well i now i'm interested to know a man in your position a man who thinks and feels and looks at life in your the way that you do how do you look at hardships tell me about one of your hardships and how you came out of it what lesson you've learned from it yeah yeah I, i look at you know if i if you asked me this question 10 years ago i would have said I don't know why they happen. I would just said, you know, uh, the world is a cruel place. It's, there's no purpose. Everything is disgusting. Everything is corrupted. <laughs> yeah. But now I see hardships as our biggest blessing. Uh-huh. And I say that because without them, we wouldn't be able to learn anything. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be able to grow. We wouldn't be able to see people we'd be continually blinded. Actually, hardships come or moments of tragedy or despair as a way of waking us up from our, from our, from our slumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, oh, very interesting, yeah. Yeah, so actually, so I would say my hardship blessings. <laughs> I love it. I think mm-hmm. uh, I always go back to when I started my journey as a chiropractor or really just a facilitator of healing is 
but it's probably it started around 10 years ago uh-huh. i'd you know I, I was finished my undergraduate i was working i quit my job i got in trouble with the law you know and, and uh i eventually ran out of money and moved back home right so it's quite depressing when you have to move back home with your parents after you finish college <laughs> And then you At have to I say, sorry, <laughs> I didn't manage it well. <laughs> yeah, actually, I screwed it up completely. Mm. At least that was my perspective at that time, right? It was screwed yeah. it up completely. And, uh, you know, I was cocky. I thought, oh, I'll find another job. And that never happened. So I moved back home. And I, in, in, you know, in a state of embarrassment or a state of just feeling unworthy, mm-hmm. one of the benefits of having a lot of free time was, I was able to do a lot of independent research. I started researching different areas, different facets of society, like government, healthcare, education, finance, religion, military, basically every area of society we can see. And now, while I must make this clear that, yes, all these things have served us in great ways and has provided us a lot of good things, unfortunately, I found a lot of corruption in all these things. And mm-hmm. it, may, it actually made my depression even worse because, you know, I was... I sat at home out of principle because I kept looking for jobs, but I didn't want to work for them because I every, no, this, con- this company is connected with X, Y, Z, corruption, problem, scandal. I don't want to involved with it. I don't want to sell garbage to people, you know, things like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was looking for a way to serve people at a higher level. And I didn't, at that time, I had no awareness. I mean, we all have awareness. I was just not aware of it. Uh, pun mm-hmm. intended, I guess. It's kind of funny to say that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but I was looking for something, a greater contribution to myself, for my family, and for my community and humanity as a, as a, as a whole. I didn't know what that was. Uh, and, you know, so but sitting, doing nothing doesn't actually help because uh, I was stagnant for a year and a half. Actually, so eventually I started working with my father in, in some business. We did like a gas station and then he went to the hotel business. And it was because of start, it, it didn't fulfill me. It was better than doing nothing. Yeah. So I was yeah. starting to feel better about myself. I was doing something, but it's because I started doing something and I was seeking something. It's the moment that we tell the universe that I want something, I'm seeking something, I want to do something you're going to start finding answers, but it only happens when you take action. Sitting at home is not going to work. So when I started actually getting out there and serving people, even though it was selling beer and cigarettes at first, and then it went into the hotel, which was a little better. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that I was doing something and I was consciously awakening, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should try something different. I'm looking for something. Is the moment when I got my answer, right? And as yeah. of all people, it was, a, it was a carpet cleaner in the hotel that told me about chiropractic. And he told me two sentences. And that sparked something in me that I had to go, that I went to visit a few months later. I was in Atlanta for Wyndham Hotel training. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, I'm just going to go visit. And as soon as I set foot on campus, I felt a vibration. Oh, wow. And the rest was history. And it was simply because earlier that year, for the, I started a meditation program because I never really was into religion growing up. I saw a lot of conflict in religion with my, mm-hmm. my family, my parents always fighting about it. I saw, and I never really was into any spirituality stuff, you know, it was very left brain. So I started off as an engineer in college. So, you know, it was everything analytical, no, sp- oh, spiritualism, oh, that's BS, you know, back then, that's what <laughs> I used to think. <laughs> uh-huh. And, uh, 
so that so when i started meditation program i started finding some peace you know what i mean is like okay maybe everything in the world isn't so terrible but it's, as soon as but it's when you start doing things you start getting out there you start talking to people you start, that's when things start happening and when i went to atlanta i saw there was a sign on campus that said it was a said vitalism is a concept that everything in the universe is self-healing self-organizing self-maintaining self-developing and that everything in the universe has its own consciousness and that just sparked something in me i was like i don't know what this is but i know people are seeking this philosophy mm-hmm. so actually i didn't actually go into my profession because i was in love with it well not i am now i wasn't then it was simply because i knew people were seeking this philosophy of life and it was the same philosophy i was learning in my meditation class and of course now i realize that there are many people in many walks of life with this philosophy yes. and i don't want to and i want to and i want to find out who they are and how we can all contribute to each other amazing all of this beautiful journey started when you start taking action from yes. working with your dad amazing i'm sure a lot of um young people they are stuck in life uh you know i think it's very normal you study something maybe you don't find afterwards after your college yeah. and you don't know what to do with your life and you're questioning even everything and then yeah. um i think what i would like my listeners to know by taking actions whatever that is life will guide you universe will teach you certain ways will guide you certain um position from uk you end up in atlanta in a hotel yeah. and then you met this guy in a copy yeah. um in a copy machine next to copy oh, machine yeah. no no and it's copy cleaner but yeah, yeah same thing cleaner, yeah. yeah and then <laughs> and then he guided you to this path you took some meditation yeah. class and then will have something resonated with you and now you are in ecuador helping people finding their own journey in life Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I always Amazing. say uh, moments lead to momentum. It's in the word, right? And everything in it in it it's it's the laws of physics. And you look at quantum physics for example. Yeah, we've got we've upgraded to quantum physics now like because we can no longer live in an Newtonian world where 1 plus 1 mm-hmm. equals 2. We exactly. know that 1 plus 1 in reality can equal anything. So uh anything you put into motion is going to stay in motion unless it's disrupted. So that's what action is. You just have to doesn't matter if you understand why, just try. Very nice. This is a lesson that I have to tell myself as well because a lot of times I'm stuck, I feel paralyzed and I don't do much about it. But I realize when I do something about it, it doesn't matter what, just even small steps uh gives you a better feeling and then uh you, next thing you know you're starting to take big um big steps. But if you just sit down and worry about it and think about it, nothing's happening. Yeah, definitely. Very good example. Very good example. So um, I'm going to ask you one, something. I mean, you, you're still very young. But um, what would you... Do you have any regrets? No. Can you <laughs> collaborate that why you don't have any regrets i mean i mean um you're telling us that when you were you just graduated you were yeah. in some um crazy <laughs> activities yeah some problems with the i i guess the government i know i mean just got just got in trouble with the law you know yeah. so yeah. and then so you don't have any regrets <laughs> tell us how you don't have any regrets 
it, I, again, if you asked me this question five, maybe not, I'd say eight or nine years ago, I probably would say, yeah, I have regrets. And the regrets would probably be uh, not taking action, being fearful, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Right? The cliche responses or not looking good enough or, or, you know, maybe not going for a certain girl or something stupid like this. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I say no with absolute clarity Mm-hmm. Is because if I had changed anything in my life to this point, then I wouldn't be sitting here right now in this moment, wow. talking yeah. to you or talking to anybody else. It would be completely, or probably wouldn't even be in Ecuador today. I wouldn't be a chiropractor. I wouldn't be perceiving the world I am. I wouldn't have learned what I did. I wouldn't have met the amazing people along the way. Uh, every, because looking back at it, everything is imperfectly perfect. Uh, the reason we have regrets. And it's actually very destructive to the self to have regrets is because we aren't able to perceive or understand both sides of our existence. When we only see one side of our existence, whether it's positive or negative, we will be full of guilt, shame, regrets, remorse, even the opposite excitement uh, over it. Like, you know, proudiness, elevating ourselves to too high of a, putting ourselves on a pedestal. Either way you go too high or too low is going to be destructive. And that's where things like regrets come from. It, when we are not able to see that perhaps your father, you know, when you're younger, did X, Y, Z, wasn't the best, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, he raised you, he supported you, he was always there for you. We, 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 a lot of times we are missing parts of our life and that's where regret come from. Amazing. So, so, that's, so that's why I don't have regrets. No, I'm, I'm very grateful for every moment in my life because without them, it wouldn't be here today. In this moment. I love it. I would love to. I would love my listeners to know, like everything is always in a divine, perfect order. And um, I mean, one of it's very amazing to ha- uh, your attitude to life. I think um, with that kind of an attitude, you're always empowered, and you know whatever yeah. happens in your life is for a better purpose. And um, better things happen because you have that kind of an outlook. Otherwise, you will always feel you're the victim, which Mm. we're never the victim. We're always the winner. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I think you just uh, sparked a thought in my head. You know, it's very interesting. Yeah, we have this victimhood mentality. Like people people are addicted to being a victim. Mm -hmm. Like I think actually... Uh, the biggest addiction on the planet is not cocaine or alcohol or sex or gambling or eating chocolate or sugar or or whatever. Uh (laughs) I think the biggest addiction is an addiction to suffering. Yeah. Which is absolutely ridiculous when you think about it. We all want to just be, have self pity, pity on ourselves. What was the question you asked? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well uh i was just asking the, about the regrets and then oh, yeah. i talk, i said everything is on the divine oh yeah the heads. divine yeah 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 so yeah so this is a very strange thing that everyone is just look you know we find comfort in suffering with others instead of stepping into our power and recognizing the polar the duality of life rather than being in a polarity of life Amazing. I hope my listeners are listening to this. This is a very powerful (laughs) um, thought because 
I don't know, daily. I think it's very normal or we're used to think that way. Oh, it was traffic. I couldn't make it. Or, um, I don't know. My teacher said this. That's why I couldn't study. Or I didn't get a good grade because something happened in my life. Or yada, yada, yada. We always try to victimize ourselves. And that takes the power from us. When we know nothing happens if we don't allow it. Mm-hmm. And we are in charge of our life and we are on top of our life. No traffic, no teacher, no bad relationship, not yeah. bad event will affect us. And that requires a lot of work within. So we have yeah. that we come to that realization that we are powerful and we, this is yeah. our life. And we dictate what happens and what doesn't happen and what affects us and what doesn't affect us. And um, I think it's a very powerful place when you look at life from that kind of a um, setting i'm saying this and i'm teaching myself and i'm reminding myself this is how i have to look life in order for me to get where i want to be in life or where my sole purpose wants me to be otherwise um, i'm always victim of circumstances yeah i always say we can be a, a victim of the past or a pioneer of the future in the present we always have that choice now i'm just like everyone i'm human i'm not i'm not emotionless yes you know i have moments where i get angry sad i get excited it's normal i'm not trying to say that's wrong no <laughs> that's part of you're supposed to be you're supposed to have emotion <laughs> you know laugh, cry all these things uh, but we have to remember that everything in the universe is vibration and so are we we are just we are vibrating at a certain frequency so what is vibration? Vibration is our ability to see both sides of the coin at the same time. The faster we can do that, the higher our vibration. The, the more time it takes us to assess a situation and become aware of the good and bad, then we stay stuck in a lower frequency of destructiveness. So that's all vibration really is. Ability to see, as you said, oh, my teacher did this, I'm stuck in traffic. Okay, I'm stuck in traffic, but maybe I should have left the house earlier or <laughs> you know something like there's always there's always two sides to everything right so the faster we can see two sides is the more we stay calm and present and inability to see both sides we are distorted now that you talked about vibration i'm gonna ask you <laughs> something i hope you're not gonna start laughing but um lots of people are into laws of attraction yeah do you believe in it to a certain extent yes uh, and the reason I say to a certain extent is because, yes, I do believe that the frequency that we're vibrating in our consciousness, in our mind, that ends up, that, that becomes our subconscious, is going to move us in a direction that will put us automatically into action towards something. And the key here is, like, for example, positive thinking is great. But that's not the whole, that's not the whole equation. If you just do positive thinking all day long, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. You have to actually believe it mm-hmm. you have to actually affirm it with emotion maybe it's a moment in your life maybe you think of somebody with a deep sense of emotion and make it real in your mind's eye because what will that do the program into your subconscious and you start moving to action with it. it's not always instant it's but it's stronger that we create that moment so we are just writing we are just we are our own movie director right we so the more real we make our imagination, the more it will start to play out. 
So I do believe that law of attraction exists, but not sitting on a couch and just waiting for something. Exactly. The, Maybe taking yeah. action and <laughs> yes. you know, putting yourself out there and universe will reward you based on what yeah. you feel and what you... Yeah, I think, I think the biggest, where law of attraction does work, in my opinion, I obviously, uh, yes, I am very young and I, I'm not, uh, not an expert in everything and I don't know everything. And I don't claim to know everything, <laughs> but, where the law, but where the law of attraction does work in my experience of life so far is that when we vibrate at our frequency of our soul's highest purpose, and we, when we are serving people with, the, with our own truth, uh, with a universal truth, uh, that automatically people will come to you as a magnet. You don't need to market to them. You don't need to... Uh, do like a campaign to get people to sell people everyone's in we're all selling you know we all have to be giving and receiving in exchange otherwise we're out of balance but what i mean is that, the, that when we start living what we what we program in ourselves people will be attracted automatically like a magnet so i do believe in that sense yes you do attract what you live if i live a life of uh it's, I don't know, just a stupid example. If I sell kiwis on the side of the road, I'll attract <laughs> people that like kiwis, no? So, I mean, it's, it's, so we, whatever we are doing is going to attract people. So I do believe that. So we, have to, so, so, what we want, so we have to start living, rather, not rather than just thinking, we have to start living what we want. And then we'll get what we want. Brilliant, brilliant. Are you happy with yourself, Marvin? <laughs> I'm always laughing, so I guess that would be it's, it's either yeah. indication of I'm happy or I'm crazy. Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> Depends but on like, what someone are you think. satisfied from yourself? That's I so, think. Yeah. I think uh, I would say yes. I'm happy. You know, happiness is something that we must all strive for. Like, and I think our it's not possible to be elated all the time. That's unrealistic. You go through a wave. Everything, in, everything is waves of vibration, as I said. We go through waves of emotion. It's totally normal. And I would say I'm happy with my life. Yes, definitely. Why not? But if I'm, if I wouldn't say I'm satisfied. And the reason I say that is because I'm con every day I'm grateful for where I am. Mm -hmm. Every day I'm content with what I've achieved. It's like it's back. It's like in the what was his name? The four agreements, right? The Toltecs. Yeah. Always do your best. If you, it's not always going to look the same, right? It's always different. So if you, but if you have done your best, then you have nothing to worry about. You did what you could. But why I say I'm not satisfied is because I always think we can do more, a yeah. little bit better and better. Yeah. There was actually a, a doctor. I think it was Doctor Cerrone in Florida. He told me one time. Every time I ask him how you are, he always says better and better. That's quite an interesting <laughs> response. <laughs> because yes, he's, and, but he's always happy. You know, he always looks happy. But we are content in the moment. We must always be content in the moment. Otherwise, we'll go crazy. But we must always know that, yes, I can do a little bit more. You know, I can serve a little bit more. I can learn a little bit more. I can be a bit more present. Maybe I should uh, take care of myself a little bit more. Yeah, there's just, so there's always something to strive for. I think the moment we lose, if we become, the moment we lose any, any ambition, then we, we die or a moment we have security, we die. 
because a secure life is a dead life. One of my mentors, Arna, told me this. Uh, so we must have, it's, it's always, as you said, it must be in motion. So happiness, we must have. Yes, every day is joyous. Every moment is 100%. But satisfaction is a different thing. I think uh, satisfaction is for people who don't want to achieve much. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, nice. Uh-huh. Do you, do you, how do you see self-love? Do you love yourself? Or, um, well, I'm in my <laughs> podcast. I want to teach yeah. people or I want to, you know, I want to elaborate that yeah, self-discovery, the core is self-love. How do yeah. you define self-love and do you love yourself? What are your rituals uh, or what are your suggestions for someone that wants to start loving themselves? Well, number one, if you don't value yourself, nobody's going to value you. So, so of course, so if anything in life you want to accomplish, it starts with yourself. Mm -hmm. So when I love myself, and yes, I do love myself, by the way. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> when I love my, it, I think it was, uh, it was Louis Hay or, and Dr. Martini. They, they, n n nothing is an original thought, but they're the ones that uh, sparked, uh, taught me about this first I would say mm -hmm. is that you know like uh, like I uh, what I've adopted from them is that every morning you know go in the mirror and stand in front of the mirror and, and look at myself in all my magnificent imperfection of glorious mm -hmm. and say damn you sexy beast I love you <laughs> I love it <laughs> It sounds stupid as hell, I know. <laughs> I should use that. And, so, and sometimes I don't believe it. But after you say something like that, it does, it, it, it does, uh, it does, enlight, it does light something inside of you. No, but uh, all jokes aside, uh, when we love ourselves, we, we are able to love others and people are able to love us. And taking this into a business sense, when you value what you do, people will value what you do. If I don't value what I do, no one's going to care what I do. No one's going to... No one's going to give me anything in exchange for it. So, we, so yes, it begins with the self. We must love ourselves. It's the okay. least we can do now. <laughs> Very nice. I, I love it. I'm working on myself all the time and trying to love myself every day more and more. I think it's something that you do it till end of your life because um, that's all you have in life. You have only you and that's it. Everything yeah. or everyone else is kind of a beautiful addition to your life. But um, yeah. if you don't love yourself, who are you going to love? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody will love you either. So it's very important too. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you're very young, but if you have to give an advice to someone... I like that you keep saying that. It makes yes, <laughs> because I'm around <laughs> your age too, so I'm like, oh, I'm young too. So I'm kind of putting myself in that category. Uh, but if you want to give an advice to someone in their... 20s what yeah. would it be or what would you tell your your 20 self all right well, well i would definitely say you're on the right track have a damn good time mm -hmm. be patient be patient we must trust in life most of us are living our life in fear no, trust in life uh, more than trying to get an education or a title or whatever achievement, experience, go meet people, travel, learn, learn a language. For, that's for damn sure. Learn a language so you can communicate more people. 
if you can't communicate with people, it's kind of difficult to, uh, well, actually, you don't always need communication. You know, heart to heart, soul to soul works yeah. too. Languages can be a barrier as well, but experience life, go experience things. We don't know who we are, right? Because we went through a childhood conditioning at that point at 20 years old. Uh, just keep the faith and just experience life. I mean, because the more experiences you get, you're going to start asking questions and it's going to start awakening something in you. Amazing. Yeah, and, don't, and don't be afraid. And if I was going to be, if I go to my left brain right now, rather than just experience, I would say quit college and start a business. You're going to fail 100% guaranteed at something. So you might as well start young. Why wait? Why we keep waiting? Because uh, the education, unfortunately, is not teaching us how to live our own life. It's not yeah. teaching us how to manage our finances. It's not teaching us how to run a business. So just do it. You don't need a qualification. Those days are gone. People are looking for people now. I know that sounds strange as we enter a robotic world of technology and artificial intelligence. But people want people. So just start young. Don't wait. Open a business and figure it out. Imagine the $100,000 or $200,000 that you put in your education and you end up with no job at the end anyway. If you put that four years and money into business, that should be an MBA. MBA shouldn't be seeing closing. MBA should be, hey guys, welcome to business school. All right. So here's $50,000. You have a year. At the end of the year, if you have a business, you, you succeed. If not, you fail. Goodbye. That's it. Figure yeah. it out. <laughs> I mean, I'm very inspired now. I mean, I'm in Paris now and I'm looking for my opportunities here. And hopefully, I mean, I'm learning French as well. So, but it's a very difficult language. I wish I've done it in my 20s. Um, yeah. Clearly, I'm not in my But 20s. My, mom, my, mom, my mom told me uh, that, well, she got this from her boss when she worked at British Telecom many years ago, that uh, it's morning when you wake up. Yeah, so... Don't wait for tomorrow, but on the contrary, it's morning when you wake up. So there's yeah. no, we're never too late. We're never too late. I'm going <laughs> to use that. It's morning when you wake up. <laughs> That's why I literally... It's not an excuse. It's just... Uh, it's, yeah, it's not an excuse, by the way. <laughs> Does it, doesn't matter what time I wake up. Whenever I wake up, I have to have my breakfast. Like sometimes, okay, I'm out or whatever the night before, so I wake up late. It's already noon yeah. or lunchtime. But I'm like, oh, I cannot eat my lunch. I have to have my, you know, breakfast first and then lunch. So I would never skip my breakfast. I guess it's a good <laughs> lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So, um, Dr. Marvin, if we're going to leave this conversation if we, you're going to leave us with one lesson and one lesson we want to remember you, what is that yeah. lesson? That's a, that's a deep question. Uh, well, there's this one is a deep conversation, honey. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't... Uh, I, to, say, to say one thing, I would say see the, see the opportunity in every moment, in every obstacle... Living in fear is selfish, uh, yeah. but we must be, uh, it doesn't serve anybody. It's our time to rise. So just strap on those, I don't know what you wear, uh, people these days, <laughs> boots, heels, uh, whatever, the, whatever like people the wear. I like the heels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Strap them on and just get out there. Maybe some clothes too. 
I probably wouldn't be wise to go <laughs> because we haven't got to that consciousness level yet where we can see people without being perverted. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong in recognizing beauty, but you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm just being fun, trying to make a joke here. But <laughs> no, no, I understand. Just go out there in your own power and do it. I mean, yeah. yeah, just just see, just see, surround yourself with people, books, ideas, mentors, uh, and yourself to just see life in its magnificence in in both sides. And just, just be, just be, simply be. Wow. Very nice. I love it. Thank <laughs> you very much, Marvin. I mean, this are very deep and I hope we have more people like you, your age, that they're deep like you. They're, um, you know, they, they're doing their, their self journey, their, their self love and accomplishing things, not only for themselves and helping others around them. Uh, do you know how long yeah. you're going to stay in, Aqua- in um, Ecuador? Well, I'm definitely going to be here f- uh, for another five, six months. And who knows oh. after that? You never know what can happen in life. Yeah. So, uh, I've never been uh, in Ecuador, but I would love to be one day. Yeah. So. yeah, I had no idea about anything before I came here. I just found an opportunity and I said yes. Didn't really research much, but I was surprised to find, yeah, it's a beautiful country. Really good chocolate. I didn't know that until I came here. Good coffee. <laughs> and coffee. Oh my God, that's my place. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you like seafood, I'm on the coast, so seafood's great. I just started, oh, ve- I just gone back to being a vegan a few months ago, so it doesn't work. But in the beginning, the seafood was great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how's your You got to try everything, right? I mean, you yeah. got to try <laughs> How's your uh, Spanish? Is it good? Oh, yes, much, imp- much improved. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Very nice. So you I think it, sorry so you suggest to put ourselves in our in a situation and we have to talk the language all the time yeah definitely like my spanish before coming was very basic uh, so yeah it forced me to learn which is what i wanted immersion i think anything you want to learn immerse if you want to be like beethoven immerse yourself in piano again if you want to <laughs> if you want to be a christian or another immerse yourself in football if you, you know so you have to immerse but everything you starts. have to be you have to go all in no? otherwise it's not going to happen but everything starts when you put yourself outside of your comfort zone i'm sure it is mm. very uncomfortable to be in that position yeah. that you are right now but you put it yeah. in and you're getting the fruit of it so everything Absolutely. is outside your fear zone and your comfort zone yeah yeah comfort zone is the killer of dreams so if you're comfortable get out as fast as you can Exactly. I hope a lot of young people can hear this so they can travel more. They can put themselves in an uncomfortable situation because that's where you will grow. Definitely. And hearing about your life, all of this happened when you put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it's, a, it's an addiction, actually. Uh, like uh, as soon as I get comfortable, I want to move, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hopefully, yeah, no, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Marvin, Dr. Marvin Bandari. Um, and thank you for my listeners. Uh, I will come back with another interview with another human being. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Marvin. And I will, hopefully, I will have another um, episodes with you. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Matilda. Uh, Follow I hope, uh, Dr. Marvin in 
his podcast. Tell us about your podcast as well. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I do have a podcast called Back to Being. So if you uh-huh. enjoyed this conversation and want to dive in more with people who are in all different walks of life who have this philosophy, then you're welcome to join so that you may get off your butt and serve people at a high level. And I hope that this conversation today uh, can help people. And I hope, Matilda, you're doing great things with what you're doing. And I hope you continue to inspire and serve people. Awesome. Thank you very much. And I will see you guys in next time. All right. Thank <laughs> Bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao.